This is Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. Real talk, hard body, work lyrics, floatus, potus, snell, SNL, rap lyrics, bars. We are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on so WHCR 90.3 FM, also known as Battle of the Punches, Michelle Barack O'Drama, out wait, here wait, rapping about college. We need the gunshots to go no, off. No, we can't do that anymore. <laughs> Oh, no, no more bomb dropping. My favorite moment from 2015 was when Miss Deborah called in to talk, and I put on <laughs> And he dropped a bomb on her. I dropped the flex, <laughs> flex bomb. Is that your favorite moment of 2015? Yes, she was like, she said, what's, I got a problem with the bush. What's your favorite Barack Obama moment, 2015? My favorite Barack Obama moment, it had to be the pop-off. So, um, for those of you who don't know, the president was, um, I think he was in um, Paris, actually, and they were asking him some questions about how he was dealing with Syria, and he said, if folks want to pop off about things they don't know <laughs> nothing em. about, oh, they can yes. come see me in the streets. And then Chief Keith's Love Sosa came on. Love Sosa. <laughs> oh, no, that, that's the only thing come on. But, I guys, can't. we are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR, the voice of Harlem. And I am not here to talk about the past. 2015 is all in the past. And if you were in the past with us, you heard Selena Hill, Alyssa Fuchs, and myself, Stanley Fritz, talking about the best moments. But what I want to talk about right now is 2016. Let me tell you what's going to be a thing in 2016. Me, not on painkillers, because hopefully my hip will be okay. You know what else will be a thing in 2016? Flying cars. Just kidding. There will be no flying cars. But you know what will be a thing? Hoverboards. Hoverboards. Just kidding. Those are illegal now. You can get beat up and or shot by the police for using them. Just kidding. Only the if cops, you're black, though. The, co- the cops will not shoot you, hopefully. They will probably just give you a ticket if they even care as much. Because but, on the Upper East Side, people are using them all over. And oh, I yeah. I haven't seen the police that, arrest anybody. Wow. That's how you roll. But listen, guys. 2016 will be a big year because it is the last year that America has a black guy in the White House. Oh. And he's not just serving the food. He is the president. <laughs> That's good. That was Barack good. Obama that was good will be in his final year as president, and I, for one, cannot mother love and wait to the State of the Union. We will also be crowning a new president of the United States of America from the Democratic Party <laughs> or the Republican Party. <laughs> Or, I don't know, somewhere else. We What else can we expect from 2016? Well, Selena will finally tell me that I'm the best engineer on a radio show, and I will say yes. And then hopefully, and you guys will be there for this, we will celebrate WHCR's 30th birthday. But for this segment right here and for this conversation, we are talking about what to expect in 2016. Current POTUS, future POTUS. Do you want to just, like, see the president get up there during the State of the Union and just give, like, like basically do the whole thing in rap lyrics? Or yeah. the Dougie? I just want him to hit the dab yeah, on the one Yeah, he could time. just hit the dab like, real quick. Uh, get him, president. Uh, should he wear, like, baggy jeans and a t-shirt? Yes. And, like, a no, he should wear hat. skinny jeans, no shirt, or just a wife beater. And he Ew. should come up there with, like, Kanye and Lil Wayne, right? Yes, he should come there with a flat top with the, the half moon part. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, With an earring and one. He's like, yeah, nah, me, ma- like, me and Michelle don't talk no more. pop off. So, guys, this is President Obama's last year in office. And like Alyssa was mentioning earlier, we expect for him to do a lot of things. This is, as we know, was technically the second African-American president, but the first one in um, United States history, because I'm talking about the one I was president in the Articles of Confederation. Anyways, but Barack Obama was the first one. And in these seven and a half to eight years, we have seen a lot. We've seen extreme racism. We've seen even more extreme racism. We've seen the rise of the Tea Party. We've seen the Affordable Care Act. We have seen rhetoric like rhetoric the, go to levels we never thought it could reach and the now, rise of the kkk the, that, that didn't that's rise that was just there that? 
<laughs> they have, well, yes and no, but we've seen a lot. And now in this last year, I really want to find out from you guys, what do you expect to happen? What do you hope? So let's start with the expect expectations first. Selena, you look excited. Yeah, sure. So from President Obama, I expect him to definitely pop off. We got your back, Obama. So say what you want at the podium. We're all there. Um, I expect him to, and he kind of alluded to it during his end of the year conference a few days ago, but close Guantanamo Bay. That is a big thing that President Obama has campaign on ever since his 2008 campaign and he has made a lot of progress i think we've cut the number of prisoners there from like 150 to half there's about 70 year and he made a really good point we're spending billions of dollars to encapture 70 people on this island and it's not american they did not go through due process this is not justice this is not democracy so i think that um, when it comes to Guantanamo Bay, something big that I definitely expect from President Obama. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have a prediction for next year. We're going to be really optimistic that the right. president's going to get a lot done. And then Congress is going to block like half this thing oh, from getting God. done. That well, I mean, right. I mean, it's Congress. They're uh, obstructionists. That's what they do. Because Congress. Because Congress. Um, no, I mean, I'd like to see him close Guantanamo. I'd like to see him commute more sentences. Um, I'd like to see um, some kind of like budget deal get, you know, further budget deal get done. And, you know, some more of these issues being worked out. I'd like to see us get immigration reform done this year. And I'd like to see us uh, accept more refugees that are coming from the Middle East. Do I think any of those things are going to happen? Probably not. Well, we'll see. I mean, Congress gave me a little hope. I'm not going to lie. By oh. passing the spending bill and, and Paul Ryan, first of all, for Republicans to respect Paul Ryan so much, they didn't even give him that much of a hard time when it came to the spending bill. Not like John Boehner. I mean, when it came to John Boehner, they <laughs> when it came to John Boehner, I mean, they just... They were like obstructionists in their own party. But I think that now we see Paul Ryan. He has taken the speakership. President Obama has given him kudos. And he has said that they have a great working relationship. So now that we have Paul Ryan in the head of the uh, House Republicans and we have President Obama, I do expect and hope and pray that more things can get passed. You are way too optimistic. Paul Emma? Ryan is worse than John Boehner. Well, Paul Ryan yet. is like openly evil. Yeah, but I mean, even... I think that's so far so good, Stanley. He has a new position, maybe a new outlook. We don't know. We'll Pro see. Probably not. So we talked about the things we expect from the president. What do we hope? I hope that he curses someone out. Oh yes, like a reporter. do it. He's Don't about curses dude. Donald Trump out. <laughs> yes. Have you like have you ever like watched some of these press conferences? The, like a reporter, will be like Mr. President. Everything you've done has shown that you're a sucker and you can't take care of your family. How do you respond to that? And he'll just like take a deep breath and just answer it respectfully. And it's like, he just came for your soul. How do you just live through that life and not, like, come on, no. I hope that he really tells somebody about themselves this year. I'm I'm really interested to see. I'm really interested to see what he does. Like, what he does now, like, that he's going to be leaving the White House. Where is he going to go? Because I heard he's going to be doing My Brother's Keeper. But, like, what if he doesn't do that? I mean, well, I, I think the My Brother's Keeper was definitely one of the biggest initiatives that President Obama did, especially for black and brown boys here in our country. And that's definitely going to keep going. He has so many um, speakers and like people working locally to keep this program alive. And even when he's out of the White House, uh, Michelle Obama already said that they plan to continue to act on humanitarian rights and specifically put a lot of attention towards educating girls around the around the world. Yeah. So he's going to continue. 
continue to, to, to basically uphold that legacy. I think you're going to see, you know, because Obama's fairly young as far as presidents go, and he'll be fairly young by the time he gets out of office still. So I think that we there's still, even when he's no longer president, I think there's still a lot that we're going to see from President Obama um, as a former president. I don't, you know, like... Jimmy Carter, right, has yeah. uh, done a lot of things after his presidency. He's been extremely influential, influential in um, a lot of things in Africa, and uh, especially with respect right. to certain diseases that he's been trying to help eradicate. And I definitely think that the president's going to have a strong post-presidency agenda. Um, and it definitely will be interesting to see what him and Michelle uh, do after he's president. Um, and especially, you know, I think that there's a lot we're going to see from him. Um, but just sort of switching gears. Uh, you know, and moving into sort of what happens next. Obviously, what happens next is we get a new president. And um, that means we're going to have an election in November of 2016. We're already like right smack dab in the middle of the election cycle already. And we've seen a lot of crazy so far. And we've seen a lot of not so crazy. Um, and we kind of don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, we know one thing for sure. We're going to elect a new president in November. And that person's going to get sworn in in January of uh, 2017. It's definitely going to be really interesting um, election cycle this year. I want to jump in because, like, I'm glad you mentioned that, Lisa. So I wanted us to talk about who we think would win, like, the primaries for each party. So I want to start off with the Hillary Bernie because I feel like there's a lot more heat around that because it's just interesting to watch the Republican Party, but there's actually heat around Hillary Bernie. So we'll start with Selena because she jumped up for joy. Who do you think is winning the primary? Who is winning the, the, um, the primary and why? Um, Hillary Clinton, she is definitely winning the primary. If we look at um, polls in New Hampshire and Iowa, national polls, she has a strong lead and she has maintained that strong lead since the beginning of the election cycle started. Look, I've been feeling the burn since before he announced he was even going to run for uh, the White House. But I think that... um. I don't think that he has a chance. And the thing is, Hillary, she's been she's been campaigning really hard. She's been really good at these debates. She hasn't had one flawed moment. The only thing, the biggest thing that her opponents have on her are the emails, which Bernie himself said don't make any damn sense. So just forget about the damn emails. And I quote. And I, and I think that even he, she even has the DNC on her side. If you look at what just happened with how they shut, they suspended Bernie Sanders' campaign because a few of his staffers were like happened to. to it was like a little voter breach, right? And then, and then, Bernie Sanders had to basically file a lawsuit against the DNC to say, like, you know, we need access to this crucial voter data. You can't take this away from me. So, I mean, it's it's Hillary all the way. I I actually I agree. I mean, listen, I like Bernie. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, but I think you're right. I think it's going to be Hillary for sure. Um, you know, unless with one big exception, right? In 2007, when Obama was facing off against Hillary. Um, everybody was like, it's going to be Hillary. It's going to be a coronation. It's going to be Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. And what ended up happening was Obama won in one of the early states and his win in the early states ended up snowballing him into winning a lot of other states that originally they didn't predict that he was going to win. So I do think it's going to be Hillary. However, I think that if Bernie does win in, you know, in either New Hampshire or Iowa, then that may lead. And, and he is leading in the polls for what it's worth in New Hampshire it, within the margin of error, but still leading. So I think if, if Bernie pulls a Obama, he could pull it out. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I do think he's going to be. It, I do think said. it's going to be. He, he could pull it out. He always could. So, guys, forgive me. We're going to backtrack just a little bit. But I want to give our caller a time to speak. He's one of my favorites, Brother Omar. And favorite so, of 2015, too. That's right. So, Brother Omar, let your voice be heard. 
Okay, thank you so much, and to your panel, this is this is one of the fastest moving uh, programs on the radio. It's hard for me even to keep up with you guys, but it's so beautiful. Well, actually, well, I wanted to backtrack and talk about what the President Obama, who was the first sitting president, as I know, to ever visit uh, uh, people in the penitentiary, and how he's trying to pass these laws for prison reform. I just heard on social media that he released uh, over a hundred low-level. Uh, criminals so they could be home with their families for the holiday. And uh, usually a president uh, doesn't do that until his last year is in office, from what I understand. And what I want to know is, even with the solitary confinement, how when we lost one of these young brothers, I believe it was this year when he committed suicide coming out of Rikers Island because of his treatment there, and how that's affecting us, in, especially in the so-called minority communities. And uh, I say kudos to President Obama. And then when you ask what should he do when he leaves office, I think he and his wife should write a book on family. Because it's amazing how they have stuck together, scandal-free. You don't hear no type of Clinton scandals or Bush scandals about them. So they should just sit down and write a book on family. No, that's actually, that's a great comment. And you're right, there's been no little blue dresses coming up with any interns uh, like there was during some of the former presidents. Um, but, you know, with respect to the issue of prison reform, I, I think that's a great point. Um, it, you know, I mentioned the commutations, and you're absolutely correct. That is something that usually presidents wait to the last year, which is a great point to be made that he did 95 of them this year, which means we have a lot to look forward to next year. Um, but with the respect to prison reform in general, um, I think you're right. It it has brought in the commutations and the president really being involved in this issue has brought it to the forefront. At the same time, um, there's only so much the president can do. So with respect to the issue of Mr. Broder, that is a very local issue that's here in New York City that happened at Rikers Island. And while the president's position helps to put pressure on state and local governments to make reforms, um, you know, only the mayor and city council can reform the situation at Rikers. Only the governor and the state legislature can reform the situation at prisons like Clinton Correctional, where there's been numerous abuses that has now come out. Uh, so it is good that the president is helping to bring these issues to light. At the same time, um, you know, the president can only do so much with respect to reform. And so we need also to have state and local governments pick up that mantle and run with it where the president leaves off because he can only go so far. Thanks again, Brother Omar, for letting your voice be heard. And if you're listening, you have a comment or projection for 2016. The number is 212 650 Six nine zero three. All right. You missed that, Selena. It's back. So, um, we were just talking about what we who we expect to win the primary, the Democratic primary between Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. I know both of you guys are saying that Hillary Clinton was going to beat Bernie Sanders pretty easily. And Alyssa was mentioning that Bernie Sanders, um, you know, he has a he he's he's pretty close to New Hampshire, at least not for the margin of error. And what I was thinking about when you said that, Alyssa, was that Bernie Sanders is good, but he's no Obama. And what I mean by that is, like you mentioned, Alyssa, um, President Obama won Iowa, but they knew. They knew they had to win Iowa. They put all their bets on Iowa. And once they won Iowa, they knew that things were kind of like cascade in their favor. So that's the energy that they put towards there. Bernie Sanders doesn't have like a target state because everyone knew everyone was going out, like the Obama campaign was going out to Iowa. That's where the president lives. That's where he's putting his energy in. Bernie Sanders doesn't seem to have that. He also doesn't seem to have like that tight messaging that the president has either. Why do you think that's happening? Well, because the president was a great communicator, whereas like Bernie Sanders is sort of like your old Jewish grandpa who's yelling and screaming and 
for it gets you know, grumpy a lot kvetching about things which is the <laughs> yiddish term for it which is essentially to mean to complain and you know uh, like i said i like bernie and i like the the spirited you know you know one of my other favorite moments from this year was nobody cares about your damn emails you know like i, I love the spirit that he brings to it but he's you're i think you're make a great point he's not barack obama yeah. barack obama was you know, for lack of a better term, the great communicator, which is a term that's been ascribed to other presidents. I'm actually stealing that from somewhere. Um, he well, reached Reagan. people. He really made made people feel that hope and that change and yep. wanting to get behind that campaign and in a way that I don't necessarily think Bernie does. I know Selena has a comment, but I also want us to talk about what we think is going to happen in a Republican primary. We're going to get there. Don't worry. No, I just wanted to add on something that you said. I think it was you, Stanley. You said earlier this year that, OK, not only was uh, Barack Obama a great communicator, but his communication team now works for Hillary Clinton yeah. and they're doing a great job. I mean, hashtag I'm with her. Yeah. So I just want to point yeah, that's that out. Actually, that's actually very, very true. Like a, a good amount of like the, the really like the brain trust of the Obama campaign is with Team Hillary. I'm not talking about um, David Polo for David, um, um, Polo for Axelrod. They're like doing their own things. But you're talking about those data people, those messaging people, those speechwriters. They're all with Hillary. And that was one of the things Hillary made sure she did when she became Secretary of State. She recruited and, and engaged all of those people because she wanted to make sure that she was not going to lose. Right. Strategic. She knew she had her eyes on the White House for I think a decade now. Well, and she this knows is how to like get there. going back, back. It, this isn't this year, but I mean, it, it plays into this idea about. How how uh, Barack Obama has been effective in this year is that like Barack Obama was the first president to build a ground game that was based on social media and based on the old school, what we think of canvassing door to door and really mm -hmm. utilize um, the social media aspect of it, whether it was through, you know, organizing for action or through their web platform and utilizing Twitter and Facebook. Like it was the first social media campaign. Um, so this year we're sort of seeing and th that was the first time it had ever happened. Yeah. That's why it's so interesting about going into 2016, because this is going to be the first election where everybody, every candidate is going to be utilizing social media. It's not just going to be like um, Obama was utilizing social media and then Romney had to play catch up or John McCain had to play catch up to what they were doing. I mean, uh, even in 2012, Romney took a long time to sort of get his social media ground game. So right. it's going to be interesting going into 2016 to seeing that now that everybody's using social media, the role that it plays uh, in the election cycle. Just one more thing, then we got to switch to the Republican Party. But it wasn't just necessarily the social media. It's how they use the social media to control their message and what they were talking about and how they branded a candidate. So one of the things that David Axelrod did for the Obama campaign when they were running for president is every night he'd give like a briefing on how they did, what the goals are, what the setbacks were, and what they were going to do to be different. And he would send that to their list. So everyone who wanted to be part of the campaign felt like they were part of the campaign on every level. And then when you were doing that, and you're, when you could watch a speech from President Obama on the Obama um, for America website, or you could watch a concert on the Obama for America website by signing up and giving information where you could donate and like get tracked exactly where donations were going through that website, all of a sudden you become less reliant on the media, which is going to pitch whatever is the top story of the day and whichever angle helps them the mm, most. Right. It's, it's that mastery of messaging. And Alyssa is 100% right, though. A lot of these other candidates are doing that now, which is why so many Republicans can live in the vacuum because they have Fox News and then they have their candidates' website. Right. right. Well, so, it's also uh, why like Trump has been able to be so successful right. without being backed by any super PAC. And yep. side, you know, we a lot of we like to talk about money and politics a lot and how money influences politics, and that's definitely true. But Trump's also taking that to sort of a new level in that he's not, you know, he's using all of his own money. Um, so it's interesting 
that, you know, you look at a guy like Jeb Bush that's being backed by like three super PACs that have spent like millions and millions and millions of dollars. And he's still trailing Donald Trump in the polls, uh, despite all the money that's being spending is kind of like upending the conventional wisdom about how money influences politics. Yes, that's very true. So thank you so much for that. So, guys, we do have to go on a break. When we come back, it's all about the Republicans. So we're going to pick as our primary winner and why. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR. The voice of Harlem. WHCR 90.3 FM New York Hi, this is Sister Virginia Cotton, and I'll take you to that place every Tuesday morning from 6 to 10 in the a.m. on the Gospel Legends program. We'll lift the Savior and take a trip down memory lane. How far back will I go? Tune in on Tuesday morning, WHCR 90.3 FM from 6 to 10 in the a.m. And don't forget the website. That's the three W's dot WHCR dot O-R-G. I'm so excited. And we, we are, are back. Don't panic. Back. Pop back. Don't panic. Back. Yeah, don't Pop panic. We, <laughs> we are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM, WHCR, the mother-loving voice of Harlem. And if you are just tuning in, we are talking about 2016, what to expect. We talked about Barack J. Kwan Hussein O'Drama. We talked about Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders and who we think will win the primary. And now we're talking about the Republican Party and who will come out of that mudslide called oh, the, the Republican primary. I Alyssa, have a, I have a prediction. I have a prediction. It's that Donald Trump is going to offend somebody. <laughs> right, you know, can you see into the future? Are you a psychic? I see into the because future. I, I look into the ball. I think that's going to happen. And I think that I mean, Donald Trump is going to offend another group. Despite the groups that he's already offended, he's going to find a way to offend more of America. And people are still going to vote for him. That is what I was going to say. Like, as offensive as Donald Trump is, this is a reflection of America, right? He is the forefront. He's the, the worst he's part of America. The worst part of America. But still, if you look at, he's been doing great. I think he has like a 20-point lead almost on any other candidate. I mean, Ted Cruz is slowly um, crawling along. But Ted Cruz isn't, you know, he's pretty far-fetched himself as well. Donald Trump was endorsed by... Vladimir Putin. It's and over. And he was endorsed by that crazy Harlem pastor who puts on his door <laughs> like like the all the um all the homo he says like Manning? right like all of the gay people are going to go to hell and should burn in fire with um syphilis. 
that's the type of endorsements See, that's that, oh, back. that Donald Trump that's is getting. That's bringing it back to like my favorite video of 2014, which was the woman who went there and asked if it was her time to get stoned. Right, no. She no. was like, are you going to stone me? But that was 2014. That's like a throwback. No, no, you're <laughs> absolutely right. I, I think that what we've been seeing with Donald Trump is almost unprecedented, at least in my lifetime. Yeah. The more offensive, the more insulting he is to whole demographics and groups of people, mm-hmm. whether they're disabled, whether they're Muslim, whether they're immigrants, whether they're black or brown, the more support he gets. And uh, the thing is, I've been hearing interviews with a lot of the people who support Trump and they'll they say it they're like look Trump's been saying the stuff that I've been thinking for the last 40 years Daily Show. okay like no no like the, no, NPR I was actually listening to these real like they're because Trump is not afraid and is so bold when it comes to being crude um they're basically coming out of the woodworks too and it's like I, I saw this tweet someone said we've made a lot of progress when it came to racism now it's out of the shadows it's blatant it's it's right there. It's in your face. And its name is Donald Trump. There was a guy on The Daily Show who said, Donald Trump, he's the kind of president. I feel like I, I can be safe walking down the streets again as a white man. Whoa. And, that, and he was being serious. Yes. And it was the most amazing thing I've heard all my life. A white man is afraid to walk the streets. Well, honestly, <laughs> I'm gonna, I honestly think that Donald Trump's not going to win the um, nomination. So that's like my prediction, which is... Who do you think is going to win? Um, I, I, I don't know who's going to... I think it's probably going to be between Rubio, Cruz, and Bush, to be honest, at the end of the day. I yeah. think Carson's... Because here's the thing, right? When certain people start dropping out of their race, their supporters are going to have to pick another candidate to get behind. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe all of Carson and Carly Fiorina's supporters get behind Trump and he wins the nomination. In which case, my prediction is that Hillary Clinton is the next president of the United States, because I don't think that Trump can beat her, to be honest. At the end of the day, I don't think he's going to end up winning the election. In fact, I think a vote for Trump is actually a vote for Hillary. So if you like Trump, go out and vote for him, because thank you. Um, But yeah, I don't think at the end, I think when all is said and done, when we get through the debates, I think that it's, you know, when we get through all the debates and people start voting, I think that he's not going to win. Now, maybe I'm well, wrong, and I hope I'm wrong. I want Ben Carson to win because he is so ridiculously stupid. Oh. Now I know that you don't have to know anything to be I'm, a neurosurgeon. I'm so mad that he tarnished his own legacy. This <laughs> man, like, he, I mean, he started off in the in the depths of poverty in Detroit, I believe it was. He must have drank that toxic water. I mean, and then for him to, you know, just rise the ranks as this na- internationally known medical uh, surgeon, and now he's, like, just ruining everything. Because he's an idiot. So, guys, we do have a caller on the line, a good good friend of mine calling into the show i do not know oh she's actually a morning person so i knew she was up um cody ann let your voice be heard hi hey, guys hey, okay, so i'm listening to the show hi selena hi everyone and you guys are talking about donald trump and how he's relevant right now um i it's so weird to say that it's kind of refreshing to see people at least be honest because we're living in like political correct Topia, like where Caitlyn Jenner is being overly praised and everyone's trying to be so PC. He's like the dramatic opposite of the poli- politically correct spe- spectrum. Hopefully we can find a medium, but that's it. Cody Ann, thank you so much for your comment. Again, if you want to let your voice be heard, the number is 212-650-6903. I wanted to say something about that because I think that when it comes to constituents and it comes to the American people, we're tired of about three things. We're tired of war. um, We're tired of politics as usual. And we're seeing that a a lot of people are tired of PC politics. And I think that because... 
Donald Trump just says it as it as as it is, so so to speak. A lot of people view him as honest, and they say that you know what he says what he means, and he means what he says. And we've seen so many elected officials, time and time again, make these campaign promises and just fold. They don't push, they don't fight, or they don't really but uphold he's everything the same that they thing. can. Yeah. He's pr- he's promising all these things that he'll never be able to accomplish. Like death penalty like, for cop killers. Yeah, de- death penalty for cop killers. He has no control over Deport that. Deport eleven uh, million people. No control. I mean, he would might have some control over that but not really i mean even uh, like banning a whole religious group would not happen because we have something called a constitution so <laughs> he's putting forth a lot of feel-good pieces of legislation that would never a- he, they would never actually be passed in reality he's just saying things that make his supporters want to back him but mm-hmm. in reality he'd never be able to actually make those things happen but that wasn't even the comment i was going to make what I, the comment i was going to make is a lot of people are saying this you know it's refreshing to have a politician who just says what he feels and whatever but like but is it right because sort of the thing about politicians is that we've always thought like they may be thinking these things but they don't say them because they exercise a certain level of professionalism and that's why they are running for office because people Mm, who just spout these things as jeb bush said you know donald trump is a chaos candidate and he'll be a chaos president you know like to a certain extent we want to vote for people or in the past we've wanted to vote for people who were not necessarily so politically correct that we're more professional that we're more willing to be more professional about the way they said things and put things so the question is like is this what we really want i mean he's not presidential like you said he's not presidential but again a lot of people especially in the republican party want something fresh and new but that's not gonna fly sorry i just want to cut in that's not gonna fly if he did get like not in the even in the general election in the rest of the world when you are now beginning to get elected president and now you have to go interact with chancellor merkel of germany or you know this prime minister from this place or this prime minister from britain and you're like yeah bro come at me bro like i'm just gonna talk to this bro like like donald trump is and you're so standoffish like the rest of the world leaders are gonna be like what like we're not gonna work with this person yeah Yeah. that's a great segue because miss deborah is actually calling about donald trump not wanting to go overseas anymore miss deborah let your voice be heard hi you know what i found interesting was that he said that he would not be going to israel until after he became president now that was after harris was slaughtered, all the people were slaughtered. Now, he said that at one time, when he became president, he would bomb the bleep out of people, and he kept saying it, people kept laughing. I remember, because I was getting ready to go to work, and they kept playing it over and over on the radio. The same day, the next day, you get slaughtered. Now, my opinion is, you're not going over there right now, because you just said to get rid of all the Muslims from coming here in America. You don't want to go over there because you don't want a little taste of what they have to give to you. And as a as an American citizen, you can't go to other countries like that. I mean, Bush Bush can't even leave the he can't even leave the country. No, These he people can't. I was just seeing uh, in Dubai where they took his name off of the um, the golf courses. They yep. took his name off of stuff. You know, people just. These people here in America, they think that, I don't know what they think. I, 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 to me, I think that Barack Obama being president was the best thing that could have ever happened because you see some of the, the real mental illness that is seeping out of people. Yeah, all the racists came out of yeah. the woodwork. Thank you so much for that, Ms. Deborah. Um, I just want to say one thing. Yeah. Is that people? What I, I'm I'm a Bernie supporter, but like what confuses me is that people say they don't want to vote for Hillary because she's too calculated 
and then which makes them not trust her. So because she thinks before she speaks or does things, you don't trust her. This is how like this is how disconnected Americans are to the voting process. Selena? Oh, no, c- continue. No, I was just going to say that that sounds a lot like how you are, Stanley, very strategic mm. in your thinking. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, some people would disagree. But <laughs> well, I mean, listen, okay. you, just, you can't get elected president and run around insulting world leaders and other people that you have to deal with. Like, politics doesn't work like that, where it's like, well, how are you going to deal with Assad? Oh, you know, me and Putin, we're just going to talk. <laughs> we're just going to sit down and talk. We're just going to have a conversation. You know, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, that's, but, it's but, not just that it's not presidential. It does not work as a strategy for debate. Diplomacy in the real world. Guys, I'm sorry. We do have to wrap this up. I wanted you guys to just let the listeners know what you're looking forward to for 2016. Selena wants to punch me in the face. So I'm going to go with Alyssa first. Um, <laughs> I, I'm most looking forward to the general election debates. Uh, once the candidates are squared away for each side and we get to see the Republicans and Democrats go head to head and fist to fist and, you know, rumble in Vegas or wherever it's going to be. That's what I really look forward to. And of course, election night, because I love me a good election night as long as we win. Of course, that's right. I'm greatly looking forward to our first female president. We've had two historic landmark presidential campaigns in 2008, 2012. This will make the third because Hillary Clinton will be the first female president. And I can't wait to vote for her unless Trump beats her. I'm looking forward to the president, the first um, the president's last state of the union. That is my favorite thing to look forward to. That's going to be super awesome, and I know I'm probably going to have like a, a state of the union watch party because it's his Ooh, last one. Oh, at your house? Yeah. Oh, you can't wait. Call me like a half an hour after it starts. And yeah. You know how <laughs> gets down. You know how he gets down. Yeah, I, I always lose you guys' invitations. So, um, no, we're gonna. That's what we're gonna do at my house. Everyone's invited except for the people standing outside of the studio. Just no one standing outside there, guys. <laughs> we'll be right Made back. Made you look. When we come back, we'll be talking about our dreamer and doing what he's dreaming to do things about. This is let your voice be heard on 90.3 FM WHCR, the voice of Harlem and Adele. WHCR 90.3 FM New York.